0: what is up everyone i'm a little sick but we're still gonna roll with this podcast because in this podcast i'm going to be going over the biggest myths about content creators okay from making money creating content when you're old and discussing if content creators actually have to work or not. These are the biggest myths about content creators. Welcome everyone to another episode of the sticks and stones podcast where I talk about all things related to business, social media, especially TikTok, and a splice of life improvement. My name is stone Fredrickson, the host of the show. And I thank you for tuning in. This episode is going to be jam packed with value, especially because we're going to be going over these content creator myths and I want you to make sure that you stay till the end because I want you to experience this full podcast. But lastly, I would love for you to share this podcast on your IG story and tag me so I can hit you up. I thank you for tuning in and let's get into it. All right. So making money as a creator. Many people see creators like Mr. Beast, Dude Perfect, Casey Neistat and think is being a content creator and making a lot of money really this easy? Well, I'm going to be talking about the truth behind making money as a creator, how easy it is, my personal experience with it, and whether or not you can do the same. All right, so making money as a creator. The first thing I want to say is that it is far from easy to make money as a content creator. I want to go over some statistics, all right? According to the study by Influencer Marketing Hub, the average YouTube channel with a 1,000 subscribers can expect to earn between 25 cents and $4 per video. This means that it could take years of consistent content creation and audience building to earn a sustainable income from ad revenue alone. And I have about 16, 1700 subscribers on my YouTube. By the way, if you're not subscribed to the YouTube, please, please, please make sure to subscribe. I think around 80% of you watching the videos are not subscribed. I'm like, what the heck? I have a goal to reach 10,000 subscribers by the end of the year. I know we can do it but I need your help. It's all for free. Please make sure to subscribe. okay anyways yeah, that's pretty insane. Um, 25 cents to four dollars per video. I'm sure most creators are not even getting that because they're they probably don't haven't even reached the 4 thousand hour watched and yeah it's just you know that's that's just goes to show you that the ad revenue, for majority of creators, especially the small creators, is not that much. Now, I want to go over another statistic in that same study, which found that only 3% of YouTube channels have over 100,000 subscribers, while less than 1% have over 1 million subscribers. This really shows the immense and the really like high level of, of competition that uh, is is on just a platform like YouTube uh, and how many creators are on the platform, okay? And really how difficult it is to stand out and build a large audience, okay? I want to go over another survey because I just want to hit you with with straight facts and straight statistics right now, and then I'll, I'll kind of briefly discuss kind of my stories and my personal experience. Okay. A survey by the national Bureau of economic research found that less than 3% of active Patreon creators earn a federal minimum wage of $7 and 25 cents per hour with the median income for creators being just $0 to $100 per month. That's barely even a side hustle. All right. Um, Now in another survey of over 1800 creators by social media today, 71% of respondents reported experiencing burnout with 32% citing the pressure of constantly creating new content as a major cause. All right. So that just goes to show you that the creative burnout is completely real um and you know when you hear people like Mr Beast say yeah create your first 100 videos and then start thinking about uh you know growing your youtube channel or don't expect to grow your youtube channel within your first 100 videos it's like okay yeah thanks mr beast like yes that is great advice but it just goes to show you that you this is a long term deal and especially with all the more competition coming onto these platforms and uh especially on a platform like youtube You need to be in the game for a long time. I mean, you're looking at all these successful creators that you look up to, many of which that we've mentioned uh, in the beginning of this video, Mr. Beast, Dude Perfect, Casey Neistat. Uh, You look at Joe Rogan being, you know, obviously the number one podcaster in the world. These guys have been in it for years. I mean, you look at Gary Vee, he's been in it for a decade. Uh, and, And so if you do want to do this if you do want to become a creator it's hard it's it, it takes a long time but i will go over a couple of things that i recommend for you if you are wanting to become a content creator or a full-time content creator or even just make money from it a little bit later uh, i just want to kind of discuss some some personal stories that i have from other content creators who have really struggled to uh make ends meet while creating content full time i know so many content creators that have hundreds of thousands of followers on tiktok uh, hundreds of thousands of subscribers on youtube that you know struggle with the monetization ad revenue situation uh, i know a lot of creators that have uh, m- even millions of followers that really really struggle to make a full time income many of which are 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 still working a, a, a full time job, um, because either their niche is really hard to make money into really hard to monetize. Sometimes people are creating content that they don't actually like creating, um, which, you know, can lead to that major cause of, of creator burnout, because a lot of people just think it's, it's the views, the metrics, uh, the followers, that's what makes the money, but that's completely false. Uh, because I know I even have clients that have 10, 20, f- 25,000 followers, and they're making five figures a month. It's it's not about the number of followers or views that you're getting, but rather the strength of those followers and viewers. If you have, um, have 500,000 views and 500,000 followers, but none of them are really interested in you and the content that you're creating, then... It's useless. You know, it's, it's way, it's way you way more useless than having just even a thousand followers that are super obsessed with your content and super obsessed with what you have to say. And that come back to these social platforms just to watch your content and listen to you every single day. That is so much more impactful. And when I work with clients, that's one of the main things that we focus on. If that's one of their goals, Right, but other people's goals are completely different. There are some people uh, like Mr. Beast that are that are looking to make the best videos possible, that are looking to gain as much attention and views as possible. Not really for the money. Uh, some are in it for the money, and most of those types of, types of pe- people don't uh, really end up successful in the long run. But uh, there are some people that really are just in it for the views, vanity metrics, and, and, and uh, to gain as much attention as possible. Some of those people end up really succeeding. Some of those people really don't because of that creative burnout, and they're not really making any sort of money for it, but rather just creating content that could potentially attract that that you know massive amounts of, of viewership, um, but won't really convert into making money. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. you're probably wondering how do most creators make their money? The majority of content creators make their money from a ton of different revenue streams, a ton of different ways. It really just depends on the type of content that they're creating, the the niche that they're in. Um, but some common ways that they, that they really make money is number one through advertising. Now this could be through placing ads like the YouTube ad revenue kind of program. Uh, the, the creator fund on, on TikTok, I think, TikTok is is run, running out some some uh, some features to allow people to to add ads on in their videos. Uh, I think Twitter and Elon Musk just came out with an ad program to give creators the ability to place ads through their threads, their tweet threads. But this could also be by advertising brands and doing brands and uh, brand deals and sponsorships. Um, and, and create specific sponsored content for specific brands. The second way that some creators make money is through merchandise sales. So many creators really sell like merchandise, you know, shirts, T-shirts, uh, mugs, shorts, pants, hoodies, and really other branded items. However, I don't think, you know, just from being in this industry for a couple of years now and, and making a good amount of money... Uh, i don't think that's the best way to go about it for a majority of creators just because the product development situation is a lot harder uh manufacturers and dealing with manufacturers legalities and taxes is a little bit more difficult on that end um and then also more importantly the profit margins are really just not that high because you know you have to pay for a lot more things and there's a lot more uh, upfront cost that come f- uh with you know Developing those products and not only to mention selling them and fulfilling them. The third common way that creators make money is through subscription based content, offering exclusive content to their fans and followers. Um, in exchange for a monthly subscription fee. So this can in- include access to exclusive videos, podcasts, live streams. Usually this is on platforms like Patreon, Kickstarter, uh, or even OnlyFans. The fourth common way that creators make money, and one that I'm a big proponent on, is selling digital products and services, okay? So offering things like eBooks, like online courses, softwares, uh, even apps, or or more importantly, like coaching and, and consulting services. Now. They're able to do this using platforms like Stan, which is my personal favorite, uh, Teachable, Kajabi, Skillshare. These are really the platforms that they're able to use to then provide these services. And the reason why I like, you know, selling digital products and services is just because the margins are a lot higher. The ease of fulfilling them and providing them is, is tremendous. And then it allows you to have more of a direct kind of impact on the the product itself you know with a mug or a t-shirt you're really not in full control of those because obviously someone else is making that but with uh an ebook a a digital product uh, when you're doing coaching services usually that is you um you might have you might have a, a va or uh you know someone helping you but most of the time that is strictly you which i just i'm again i'm a big proponent on and if you're a content creator and if you want to learn how to sell digital products and services i'll put a link down in the description of my monetization products that you can uh check out and purchase but i will say this doing all of this really brings in a lot more things that you have to know and deal with okay we're we're, we're talking about taxes number one number two legalities Okay, you got brand deals, you got product development and fulfillment, right? You got the branding, you get the images, you got the website that you have to make or the the platform that you have to get on and and sign up for and and you know, customize, right? And then you also got the the marketing that goes along with it. The list goes on. So, while you can probably hire others to to help you with these things, but that's another thing that you would probably have to deal with is 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 hiring them, managing them. And now I have a a, a team of three people, I am now experiencing that side of it, which brings on a whole another set of, of things that you have to know and deal with, you know, and I always say, like, creators are like business owners, and some have to build a business around their content, rather than relying on it to be their primary source of income, because of certain niches and platforms uh, that just don't pay enough. And a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to go to YouTube shorts because they're going to do ad revenue and 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 provide me with ad revenue. I'm like, listen, your best bet might be TikTok because you're able to gain more attention on that platform. And attention pays more than ad revenue. And not only to mention, in order to gain a lot of a lot of money from ad revenue, you need to gain attention. So a lot of creators that specifically from TikTok that, you know, are just like, oh, screw this platform. I'm going to go to YouTube shorts because. They're better. They're 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 more innovative. They're new. It's the new TikTok, and plus they're paying. It's like, it, it's a completely different platform. And you know, if you if you don't understand the why TikTok is is probably the best platform to gain massive amounts of tension on, then no wonder you're probably want going over to YouTube those that understand why tiktok is the number one platform in order to gain massive amounts of attention are staying on the platform and uh you know i will have to say this when i started to create both of my accounts for those of you who really are not familiar with me or my story i built two tiktok accounts over 150,000 followers in less than three months but when i did that obviously i wasn't making like a dime, you know, I would do brand deals here and there, but you know, that wasn't a massive amount of money. So I had to really figure out how to monetize this audience. And since I was fortunate enough to be in a position where I was providing some sort of education and knowledge with, with both of my accounts, I was able to build a business around it. And that's when I started uh, my social media agency called stone media. But in doing that, I realized that I have to wear a bunch of hats. You know, I have to know a lot of things. I know I I need to, to learn a lot of things and, and do a lot of things. And that's when I started to really dive into hiring because that's one thing that just I needed to do because I was, you know, stretching myself out too thin. So bottom line I will say this, becoming a creator and being a creator is hard, okay? There is a lot of work that is required, but don't let that stop you from becoming one. I will say this, becoming a content creator and being a content creator, a full-time content creator like myself, is the dream job. While there are a lot of downs and there's a lot of things that you really have to deal with. I mean, I would say it's the most fulfilling job in the world. It's the most fulfilling thing in the world. Uh, there's so many benefits. You're able to make a huge positive impact around the world. You're, you're able to make tons of money if you, you know, obviously get in a position to where you're able to do that and, and you stay consistent at it. You're able to build a business that, you, that is around you and around something that you love. You're able to, you know, do something that you love. You're, you're able to, to basically create content around something that you love and do that for a living. I always say that like, content creation is basically you doing whatever it is you like doing for a living. And now that you're seeing people just traveling or or living in a van or eating food, they're able to really make a living and a massive amounts of money impact and happiness for others and themselves by just doing the things that they love. So, you know, if you're trying to become a content creator, my advice would be to number one, Create content around shit that you genuinely enjoy. Don't try to be someone else. Okay. And subconsciously you're gonna try to be someone else, but you like really try to just create content around shit that you genuinely enjoy. Okay. Try to solve a problem around y- your your values, your beliefs, and things that you're really passionate about, or just document your life, vlog your life, create content around your job. Like, I don't care, like just create content around shit that you genuinely enjoy. Don't try to be someone else, okay. Number 2 I would say don't focus on the views and the vanity metrics especially in the beginning okay go into it with the right intentions and go into it with the right with the right goals Number 3 the probably the most important think long-term and stay consistent. Okay. Consistency is super important in this industry. It's very similar to the gym, right? When you go into the gym, you're probably not going to see results in the first two weeks. Very similar to content creation. You might get the, you might see a diamond in the rough. You might see a content creator blow up kind of like myself in a very short time span, but think long-term and stay consistent. I went, I went into it with that intent. I told myself, you know what, I'm going to post every single day for six months straight. Uh, three times a day for six months straight, no matter what, because I knew that I needed to do this to make the impact that I wanted to make. And you know, there was a bunch of fears, there was a bunch of insecurities that I had. But I, like I said, I knew that my impact and the impact that I wanted to make was more important than those fears insecurities, and and what I thought people would think of me. So and that goes along with kind of what I will say in number four, create content once a day or once a week, whatever it is just stay consistent and love the game love it. Have fun with it. Okay. Don't, don't act as if it's a chore and don't, don't do it. Just, to, in order to get something in return. Okay. You will not win. If you were going into this with the intent of getting something in return or with the expectation of getting something in return, trust me, you will just never win. And I deal with clients all the time. I deal with people all the time that have this expectation of getting something in return and majority of them either don't succeed and gain the the views, followers or leads that they want, or they don't stay consistent because they have something else that's producing money or whatever the case may be put a meaningful purpose around it all right lastly i will say to try not to compare yourself think positively and uh kind of envision your success uh how you see it and and really attack it okay that's that's exactly what i did um, it wasn't necessarily a number um, but it was more of just like uh, an impact okay I, I envisioned the comments I was getting the videos I was making right the image that I had uh, on my social platforms and then I went ahead and made that so that would be my my advice for that but honestly just stay at it and have fun with it that would be my number one. Piece of advice. All right, now moving into myth number two. The biggest myth I hear about content creators and creating content online is that all of them are young and tech savvy. Okay, I'm here to talk about my experience behind this myth and why it's blinding the older generation uh, on the opportunities that they have with social media and content creation. I'm going to fill you in on a little story that I I had with this. Uh, a couple of years ago while I was in high school, NFL players Taylor Lewan and Will Compton uh showed up to uh our high school game because they they went to our high school. And they also have a podcast called Bustle with the Boys. Okay. My buddies and I were in front of the the, the student section and we, you know, were yelling at them to to come over. So they came over and we were taking pictures and everything like that. And then I asked them, I'm like Yo, guys, like, why aren't you guys on TikTok? I love your guys' podcast. I listen to it all the time. Why aren't you guys on TikTok? And Taylor then told me, uh, oh, t- TikTok is is for the younger generation. You know, I'm, t- I'm too old for that. Uh, I'm 30 years old. And I said, dude, screw that. I work with older people that are double your age. They're getting millions of views and making tons of money. And, you know, he was, like, signing stuff or whatever, and I'm kind of talking to him. And he looks at me, and he was, like, genuinely shocked. And he, he asked if I was serious. I was like, oh, you're actually serious about this. And I was like, yeah, I'm serious about this. Like I help people like you get on TikTok and build your social presence and uh, get more attention. Why aren't you guys on the platform? And, you know, then Will came over and I was talking to Will. Uh, but at the end of it, we we exchanged contact info um, and we, we started chatting about it. And then, you know, kind of that was, that was it. But this just kind of goes to show you how popular this myth is of like how the fact that some people think that they're too old to create content, especially on a platform like TikTok. Listen, you are not too old to create content on TikTok. I don't care if you're 30, 40, 50, or 80 years old. Believe it or not, there are people the same age as you making a huge positive impact, making connections, getting brand deals and earning a lot of money. Some are living your dream life and doing the things that you regret not doing earlier in your life, okay? And actually, older people have a huge advantage on TikTok, okay? You have more life experience, you have a unique perspective, and a voice that everyone needs to hear. So pick up your phone, open up your camera, hit record, and post on social media. And if you don't know how to do it, okay, look up a couple of YouTube videos teaching you how to do so and get it rolling. I have a ton of videos and resources, but there are a ton of other great people to watch as well. If you need examples of older creators, look at these creators on TikTok, right? Spirit Alchemist, Cooking with Daryl, Johnny Drinks, Tim Chiziano, Robert Croak, and the list goes on, okay? I'll put those 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 creators in the link in the description, but learn from these guys, create content around things that you love and know. So that way you can share it with the world. And, and the last thing I will say is just stay consistent. Post one video a day, post a couple videos a week, stay consistent, love the game, share your message, share your, your, your love and your knowledge for something to the world. So now moving into myth number three, when you see creators like Charlie D'Amelio, Josh Richards, Mr. Beast, Dude Perfect and even streamers like Aiden Ross and Ninja, many people seem to think that these people don't actually have to work and that they're just living their dream life and they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars playing video games, dancing in front of the camera, whatever they do. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here to say that I will uncover the truth behind whether or not content creators actually have to work. And what exactly that workload is, if any. All right, so first off, before I became a full-time content creator, I thought the same thing, okay? I looked at Ninja, I looked at some of these streamers, I looked at some of these YouTubers, like, they're living the dream life. This is all fun and games. That job compared to something like in in construction or a blue-collar worker, like, doesn't even compare. I was flabbergasted at, at the fact that these people were able to make hundreds of thousands of dollars playing video games, dancing in front of the camera, and doing all this shit. So... I learned more about it and, and and eventually then became a content creator and after becoming one and after becoming one that does it full time and is relying on it as a the main source of income, I have to say that becoming a content creator is 10 times harder than you actually think. But before you scroll off this video, I want to dive in to the difficulties at, that you have as a creator other than just creating content. Okay, so let's dive in. Now, number one, making money as a creator. Making money as a creator is is super hard for majority of creators. And a lot of people think that it's just super easy. And the fact is, is that it's just, it's not. Like I've said before, I know a lot of people that have hundreds of thousands of followers, millions of followers, but can't even seem to make $1,000 a month. And so they're having to, to work other jobs to bring in money to pay the bills. While I have clients and I know creators that have 10,000 followers, 20,000 followers and subscribers and that are making multiple five figures a month. I'm not kidding you. Uh, w- one of my clients has 50,000 followers. Yeah, that's a little bit more, but he's making $60,000 a month, a month. And another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear, check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner, check. either one creating content that they don't actually enjoy and that are just creating content for the views and vanity metrics or number two, chasing those views and vanity metrics because they think that that is what leads them to make money. And the truth is, is that it doesn't, it does not at all. Okay. And like I said, I know tons of creators that have millions of followers that can't even seem to make a thousand dollars a month. Okay. Uh, the truth is, is that it's not about the number of followers or views that you get, but rather the strength of those followers and views that you get okay it's way better to have a thousand raving fans, a thousand raving followers, than to have a hundred thousand that don't actually care about what you have to say. And I learned this real quick when I gained a hundred thousand followers, and I didn't have any sort of systems and processes in place to then take advantage of that audience and, and and really take advantage and leverage that audience to then make an income. So that's another component that you really have to deal with when it comes to making money. The other factor, though. Uh, when it comes to working as a content creator is obviously creating the content. You know, there's so many different types of content that you can create, right? There's short form, there's long form, there's podcasts, there's live streams. There's so many different ways that you can create content. And there's so many different platforms. There's YouTube, there's TikTok, there's Instagram, there's Twitch, there's Spotify, Apple Podcasts. There's so many different avenues to go down as a content creator, okay? So, in terms of the workload just in terms of creating content first off youtube is more for longer content right now they're implementing youtube shorts so so creators are adding that to their content strategy but some people spend hours days and even weeks on creating one video uh it's crazy but but i'm telling you i know a lot of creators that spend at least a couple hours creating videos Sometimes days, sometimes weeks creating videos. Uh, now with TikTok and Instagram, that's a little bit more for short form content, right? And then obviously with Instagram, you can, you can post pictures and you can do the same with, with TikTok. Some creators can spend, you know, just 10 minutes posting a video. Uh, spe- uh, cu- uh s- some can spend a couple hours. So the workload with this is significantly less than a platform like, uh, YouTube, but, it could still be a couple hours depending on your videos and depending on your niche uh the other way to, to create content is obviously podcasts so on platforms like spotify apple Podcasts, and even youtube uh usually this is longer form okay uh, most are anywhere between 30 to 60 minutes but some can be hours long i mean if you look at joe rogan podcast his can range up to five hours long it's crazy and then you know there's obviously the the streaming component too so many creators stream on platforms like twitch mixer and youtube and many people can stream for a couple minutes uh to hours to even sometimes days some people do like challenges where they're doing 24-hour streams uh so it's crazy but but with all of these forms they have four parts to them just in terms of creating content okay there's number one the planning scripting and the ideation part Number two, there's the filming part number three, there's the, the post production part. So the editing, the captions, the sounds, the overlays, and then there's the publishing part. Okay. So the captions, the hashtags, descriptions, etc. Some creators are smart enough like myself to batch create and do all of those four tasks in one single day to then create tens of videos or even hundreds of videos. So they can post throughout the week or throughout the month. That's what I do for my TikTok videos. It's what I do for my podcasts and it's what I do for my YouTube videos. I batch in all one single day or two days, uh, depending on my time frame and what I have. So that way I can upload those and post those for the week or the month and have more time to do other things. And if you look at people in the TV industry and, uh, the movie industry or not the movie industry, but TV and, uh, some shows, they do this. Rob Deerdeck says it on pretty much every podcast that he goes on. He records hundreds of episodes in just one single day, and they upload those every single day throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year. So that's one way that you can save a lot of time and, and really do a lot of this work in one day or a, uh, a couple hours. But each of these parts can take a couple hours. It just really depends on what content it is and what platform. Uh, the content you're producing is for. But the third component that creators really have to deal with is the the business on the back end. Now, the back end business that creators really need to deal with is something that a lot of people don't really understand. All right. Um, uh, people people just think it's, again, just the creating content element, but you have to deal with so much more on the back end. There's taxes, legalities, brand deals, collaborations uh, with other Creators, there's digital products and services, developing those. Okay. Physical products and services. There's branding. There's images. There's graphic designing. There's email marketing. There's copywriting. There's so many things. The list goes on. Um, and while you can hire people to help you with these things and do them, you still have to deal with that component and you have to manage them. Like I've said before, that's something that you then have to deal with and know about. And. For myself developing you know my company stone media around my social presence that's something that i'm really having to dive into a ton as well so i always say creators are like business owners and some have to build a business around their content rather than relying on it being their primary source of income because in certain niches and and platforms they just don't pay enough this was one thing that i really had to deal with but the fourth thing that creators have to deal with Is the mental side of being a creator okay the mental side of being a creator is one of the most overlooked factors that creators have to deal with and i can just tell you from personal experience that the mental toll that being a creator has on your mental health is outrageous i mean not only to mention, you know, the view views, the vanity metrics component, but feeling accepted, right? When your videos don't do well, you don't feel accepted. Then there's also the money component, right? You you don't know where your money's gonna come from, your sources of income, you don't know where that next client's gonna come from. There's also the comparing yourself to other creators, feeling like an imposter. And not only to mention, content creators still have to create content. Uh, while they have to deal with all of these things and while they have to deal with all of these struggle struggles and a lot of them, this is what gets them to quit. This is what gets them to, to the burnout stage and they eventually fall off and, and, and stop creating content. So it's very similar to like actors, but it, I believe it's way more public, right? Like when, when creators fail, they fail publicly, but also when they succeed, they succeed publicly and both have a huge toll on your mental health. When people are shitting on you or people are not seeing you really hard on your mental health. When people are always congratulating you, always cheering for you can also have a toll on your mental health because then you have this like kind of high, um, that doesn't always last forever. And when it doesn't last and when it comes down again, has a huge toll on your mental health. And just from personal experience, I've gone through so many creative burnouts. I've gone through so many struggles as a creator. And not only to mention, I haven't even mentioned this component to it. It's very lonely. Like you're not in an atmosphere where you're constantly seeing coworkers, where you're constantly seeing your manager, other people that come through the store or whatever the case may be, you're, you're by yourself. And you're creating content for yourself yeah there are some people that have you know channels with multiple people whatever the case may be but majority of creators are by themselves and are freaking lonely this is a lonely career and that plays a huge toll on not only my mental health but a lot of other content creators mental health and uh you know compared to working a job i've i, I worked a job in a nutritional kind of shop in terms of a mental standpoint content creation is 10 times harder than that. The only thing that like I really had to struggle with when working that job was working that job. I don't like working a job. You know, I'm I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, I like my business. I like building businesses and that was like the only mental toll that really had i had on on that job but being a content creator has so many and you know you you, you just have to deal with them and you know you, you you think about like so many different things you think about why is that person getting views why is that person doing successful why am i not doing successful are people just not liking my content is it me is it my voice is it how i look is it x y and z i mean there's so many things there's so many thoughts that roll through your your mind that It does destroy a lot of creators and it scars a lot of creators too. Because again, you're failing publicly when you fail, when you don't do well, when you have hundreds of thousands of followers, but you're only getting a couple thousand views. That's public. People are saying, dude, something's wrong with your content, you know, or whatever the case may be. You see, like, I just, I'm showing you that like I have the thought that people say that, but in reality people are not really looking at, you know, your content that, that heavily. However, there are some people that do. And as a creator, you always have that thought because you are constantly looking at it and you're your biggest critic as a creator. I have so many clients. I have so many creator friends that struggle with this to where sometimes my coaching sessions uh, turn into to therapy sessions. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, the fear of failing, the feeling of the imposter syndrome and and not succeeding or not being enough or not doing that or not looking good enough or, or whatever it is there's so many mental health struggles that a lot of creators deal with and like i said loneliness and the socializing aspect is just one huge part of the entire you know situation so like i've said before being a creator is hard there's a lot more work that is required but if you are thinking of becoming a content creator do not let that stop you from becoming one okay because i've said this multiple times and i will always continue to say this being a content creator in my opinion is the dream job you can make a huge positive impact you can build a lot of strong connections with a lot of like-minded individuals and people that are interested in the same things that you are interested in and have a lot of similarities with, you can make a lot of money and you can really like build a business around something that you genuinely enjoy. And if you're, you're thinking of becoming a creator, my advice would be number one, oh, I always say this, but it's, it's so true. Create content around shit that you genuinely enjoy. Number two, don't focus on the views, the vanity metrics, especially in the beginning. Okay. Go into it with the right intentions and the right goals. Number three, think long-term and stay consistent. I went into it with the mindset that I was going to post three times a day for six months straight, no matter what, because the, because the impact that I wanted to make was that important. And yes, I had the fears. Yes, I had the insecurities. Yes, I had, you know, the thought of what other people would think of me, but again, the impact that I wanted to make was more important than any of those things. So that's why I was thinking long-term and I stayed consistent and, um, I was able to grow a lot quicker because I just went into it with the right intentions of, of building a positive impact And, and just create content once a day, once a week, create content, however many times you can to then give you the ability to create content the next day and the next week, just stay consistent, love the game, try not to compare yourself, think positively and, like I've said always in the in, in the past, envision your success and how you see that, and then attack it. Okay, I envision the comments I was getting. I w- I was envisioning the impact that I was making, the the videos I was making, the image that I had. Envision that, manifest that, and go ahead and attack it. That's it for this episode. Be sure to share the podcast on your IG story and tag me so I can hit you up. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time, and you're welcome. Thank you so much for watching this video. Make sure you check out these over here and subscribe to the channel over here. Many of you aren't subscribed, and my goal is to hit 10,000 subscribers by the end of the year. It's for free, and it would mean the world for me if you would hit the subscribe button. I love you, appreciate you, and I'll see you next time.